What's up, Mets fans? Happy Thursday. It is September 10th, 2020, Season 4, Episode 14 of Orange and Blue Thing, and our microphones are working. Let's go. Last <laughs> week, we did like five minutes of the live show and noticed that, you know, thankfully from the comments, and I think someone actually called here to say, yes. hey, uh, pictures. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> is it working now? Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that has never happened in four years. People are gonna think that was that was staged. All right, if you're listening afterwards, you think I'm full of shit. But that's never happened in the history of the show where the microphone cord fell out of the microphone. I can't breathe. Julia can't breathe. I am Darren Mina. Julia Quadrino. What's up, Julia? I'm great. That was the best possible way this show could have started. I also think that might have been two weeks ago. That the mics weren't working. I don't know. Time is time is a construct. I don't know. Time's crazy right now. <laughs> uh, you know. You know what I think would be pretty cool. Not yeah. that we want to sit here and have hot mics, <laughs> but once like you get here or Pete would get here or you know back in the day, whatever. I feel like the podcast or the show starts the second you walk in the door. Yeah, absolutely. Because like that's. Not that we're like out over here like spilling tea or, you know. <laughs> but we are. We are spilling kind, tea. No, I mean like things that we talk about. Like, yeah. did the show start yet? I don't know. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, let me push the button. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, here we are. There's only a couple of weeks left of the regular season. The Mets are 20 and 25. They are five and a half games behind the Braves. So let's just call that a wrap. Like this, the division is out of reach. Dunzo. Um, unless they just lose every single day, which is probably not going to happen. But the way that it's this, this wacky postseason uh, construction for the playoffs is built for 2020. You're not really out until you're out. I mean, you could yeah. right now, like with the way like the the wild card spots work, you could just be a 500 team or even worse than 500 and still be in the running, which and is that's stupid. insane to me. I think you should be like automatically disqualified, even if you technically make it. If you're under 500, right. like I, it should be you. a requirement that you have to be at least 500 to make the playoffs. Or what are we doing here? I agree with you. It's so but, stupid. You know this this season's crazy. You know it's. To get in, it, it, it's easier than ever to get in right yeah. now. So they're taking eight teams per, you know, league, yeah. NL and AL. And then, um, you know, we'll see what happens after that. But they are three and a half games behind the Phillies. We do have to play the Phillies a bunch coming up. And not a bunch, but another series against mm -hmm. the Phillies, I think, next week. So uh, there's 15 games to play. We'll see what happens. But, you know, it's, we, it's so frustrating. The most frustrating part of this whole season has been, you know, granted, COVID, whatever, right. um, you know, everything else that shortened the season. But the most frustrating part has to be the rotation because they're basically throwing darts at the wall. They got uh, Jacob deGrom out there being Jacob deGrom. But after that, it's all question marks. So Isn't like, it crazy how fast we went from five aces to Jacob deGrom and like whoever the fuck wants to pitch that right, day? Right, right, <laughs> like, right, right, right. It's crazy how quickly. I mean, not that we ever really had the five aces. It was really always kind of in theory, but like. It, who is our rotation? I mean, next year, you know, you'll get Noah back, hopefully. I mean, Strowman, maybe if he wants to come back. Yeah. Matt's, if he can figure. Who is there? I don't know. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah, very yeah, stressed. Yeah. I'm stressed so, about like, it. So, uh, like, I think it was Monday. Peterson uh, uh, pitched on Monday. Yeah. So, Sunday had that, that big game against the Phillies. Right. And, you know, 14 to 1, whatever it was. Peterson comes out, and he wasn't looking like he has been. But he's a rookie. So, it's like right. you can't put too much pressure on exactly. the kid. Especially in this weird season. So, then it's a combination of, you know, Lugo, Waka, Porcello. Um, Lugo, who is typically pretty solid. But, you know, you're basically – that's why – let me get back. That's why it's frustrating. Because right. the pitching is really what's killing us. Mm -hmm. Because these guys are going out. They're battling every night. 
Conforto's doing his thing. Jeff McNeil woke up. I mean, lately. not for nothing, but like we couldn't score with runners in scoring right, position right, right, for like right, right, two right. months straight. But yes, it's yeah. mostly the pitching. Right. Agreed. So like the guys are doing their thing as far as the bats are concerned. You know, Conforto's looking, you know, more than solid. Right. Definitely career year, career you know season for him so far. Granted, it's shortened, but right. Um, the pitching. So like Brody going out there, you know, puffing his chest. We got all these guys come and ready get to us. Rock, come and get us. Yo, yada yada. Deepest rotation of baseball. Now they're basically throwing darts. You know. It's insane. Yeah. It's just. I mean. I feel like that's he was an agent. He's very good at talking and convincing people that you want what he wants. Like that's his strength. And I honestly kind of think that that's why he was hired originally, because he can talk the talk. And like, you know, he he never worked in a front office before. No. So it's like. I mean, I think I don't he know. was also hired probably because he may have cost a little bit less. Yeah, the that's same what I'm saying. Like why... not to dwell on Brody's hiring because right. that is what it is. But it's also just like. You know, everything he says, you have to take with a grain of salt because I really think he was hired to talk. And well, speaking of talking, really after it. the hot mic issue a couple weeks yeah. ago, we haven't really heard or seen of him at all. No, he's he's I am fully confident that he's dead he's man walking be right gone now. Once right. So over. it's the kind of thing where, you know, with that hot mic situation, whatever it was with the Zoom and, you know, uh, that was posted, whatever. Uh, everyone kind of throwing each other under the bus there yeah. with Jeff and, and, and spelling his name wrong. Wrong in both press releases. We <laughs> haven't heard or seen of Brody, so yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just not as tuned in right now. But I don't think he's done anything. I even don't with think the so beat either. Lately, so I don't know. Get through these next 15 games, and if Brody's around next season, I will be completely floored. Yeah. Um. So I don't know what it is. We talked about this. Um. You know, not really at length, but a couple weeks ago, we we're talking mm-hmm. about the amount of hate Dom Smith would get. In previous seasons, like he's not a major leaguer, yada yada, and I have no problem calling people out. Yeah, uh, you know we post that one guy's tweet from yeah. years ago. But the amount of hate that Conforto still gets somehow is Dude, crazy, mind boggling. I I remember the thing is I don't know what it is about like homegrown young white guys, but whenever they come up, everybody just expects they're going to be the next David Wright, like Conforto, Pilon. Like they always, it's just like okay, he's the next David Wright. He has to be exactly and like. If you take away like that unrealistic expectation, what you're left with is a freaking really, really good Major League Baseball player. And I honestly think that should be when Steve Cohen comes to save us all, one of the first things he should do is be extending him. Why wouldn't you want Conforto locked up in the next, I don't know, three to five years, whatever it may be? He's solid. He is only getting better with time. I don't get what people. I don't, I don't get what people's issue is. So the other day, I wrote something about Conforto on Twitter, and this guy Nick replies. All right, Nick, Nick rap- <laughs> Rapidus, whatever. So uh, Weimer and Dazzer wrote the same thing. Like uh, they need to find a way to keep this guy around as long as possible. Yeah. I reply with the statue, which I've been posting at nauseum on Twitter. If you don't know, if you're not watching live, the statue that Cohen paid like 150 literally million literally more than for. what David Wright's contract was worth. 150 million. I don't know how big this statue is. For some reason, I feel like I it's feel like, like it's the size big. of this Coors Light. <laughs> I feel like it's this big. But I, I'm sure it's not that size. But uh. You know, I always reply with this, like, don't worry about it. This year is what it is. But next year, we got the statue. <laughs> and the statue means if he's spending $150 million on this on statue, statue, it's a wrap. Yeah. We're not going to be pinching pennies and wondering, do we have the money for this? Do yeah. we have the money for that? Is Steve going to be stingy? No. No. Steve grew up a Mets fan. Steve had memories of being at the ballpark for Tom Seaver back in the day. Steve is going to do his thing. And we are no longer going to be the, oh, ha-ha, the Mets are broke. They're not going to spend so money on XYZ. So – Wayne Randazzo writes, we got to find a way to keep this. Keep this guy. I wrote back, it's a done deal. So Nick writes, 
How about he gets a hit when it matters? Three hits yesterday, but nothing when there was men on base twice late in the game. All right, Nick, what are you doing? While that may very well be true, Michael Conforto is in the running for like a batting title this yeah. year. Michael Conforto is crushing it. Gary Cohen said something about it. He's putting up like MVP numbers. I'm like, I don't know if that will happen, but like, what what more can you ask for? So yeah, when this is what I replied to uh, Nick. <laughs> When these are your stats in a weird shortened season and fans still bitch. Like, unbelievable. <laughs> the disdain in your voice every time you say Nick is... I'm, Nick's so probably a customer. I like Nick. <laughs> Nick, I appreciate the uh, the feedback on the internet. Yes. I appreciate the back it's and forth. all in good fun, Nick. But you're wrong. <laughs> Michael Conforto. Like, honestly, we talked about... And maybe it was a little bit too quick. Yeah. Last year, we're like... Give Pete Alonso the captain, you know, patch, whatever. Pete Alonso has, you know, turned it around lately. Yes. And, um, you know, last year, what he pulled off last year was unbelievable. Unreal. On and off the field yes. with the whole Tunnels to Towers mm-hmm. and everything he did off the field. and uh, Starting his own charity. Starting his own charity and pushing last year on 9-11 to have the guys yeah. wear the custom cleats. So mm-hmm. Pete Alonso, yeah, he, he did a lot of captain-like qualities yes. last year. But... Every team has an ambassador. Or every team has a, like a player rep. Yeah. And that's Milo Conforto. Yeah. So um, a couple weeks ago when the Mets and the Marlins uh, protested the game. Yes. If you remember from the hot Mike Brody, uh, you know, whatever, presser, whatever it was, he said something like, we'll find out what Michael wants to do or, or, or when we hear from Michael. Because so they y- talk to each other. Yeah. The player reps talk to each and other. And did you see um, today... I know your favorite, but Andy Martino put out. Uh, <laughs> no, it was actually Ugh. really good. He had done like a Zoom interview with Dom following up on like all, you know, the, everything that happened with the protests or whatever. And what Dom was saying was like the whole idea to protest the game, like that wasn't him. He walked in that day expecting to play the game and like Michael and all the other players and coaches, they all came up to him and said, listen, this is what we want to do. Like, right. how do you feel about it? Whatever. So I and. Conforto was also like the last person to speak before Dom that press conference when he was started crying or whatever. And I, I have a feeling it was probably him who was like took it upon himself. He was standing with him in the press conference after the game when they pro the game when they protested. Right, right. So, yeah, no, I completely agree if there's and I also think it's unfair to put like that captain pressure on Pete after one season. Like Conforto has been around for a while. He is freaking multiple he had home runs in the world series as rookie year like he he has like a a resume himself He's you know i was thinking about that like five years ago it to me 2015 doesn't seem like that no. long ago but it it, it is. is he was the baby on the team and now he's basically he one came of the leaders up from double a straight to the major leagues and i think he had like multiple home runs in the world series i think he had more than one that's insane yeah he he so I don't, I don't want to hear this not clutch. I don't want to hear he can't take pressure. He was a baby hitting home runs in the World Frickin' Series. So, uh, no. Resign Michael Conforto. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, a live look. I, I see Matt, Matt Sarone put this up the other day after Rio Muto put on a clinic against the Mets. Yes. Uh, a live look in at Steve Cohen driving to JT Rio Muto's house <laughs> with a car full of money. So word on the street. If there is a word on the street that you could, you know, uh, believe these days, because who knows, everything's changing at every moment. But uh, word is Stevie, Uncle Stevie, Stevie Cohen <laughs> is basically going to just drive to JT's house with a blank check and say, you are the Mets catcher for 2021. Let's go. And I don't see why that's not a re- realistic take. Yeah. So why not? Steve Cohen is basically just empty the pockets. Well, the only thing people are saying is like, 
after he make makes such a big purchase, is he going to be all in immediately? Yeah. Like, is next year going to be like, all yes, right, I'm going to go show too. what's what what I could do? Yeah. Um, but for anyone to believe that they can ever go into a bidding war with a guy who spends 150 million dollars on a statue <laughs> is nuts. Yeah. Nuts. Completely. So A Rod and J Lo believe that they're can still they just somehow go in away. This? I don't know. I the other day I don't know I think it was bullshit but I don't maybe it was a Martino or someone posted like leave Andy alone. <laughs> um, a Rod is going to sue. I, I've heard that. I've heard that rumor too. Because he didn't get a fair shake. Yeah. I don't know. They think they're just choosing Steve Cohen because they like him better. But like, is there is that a rule that you can't do that? Like, isn't it their decision who they pick to buy the team? Does um, it legally have so. to be the highest bidder? I, I don't know. I don't know why anyone would want. A-Rod and J-Lo owning the team like we've talked about this before like what happens when they inevitably break up as all celebrity couples do I'm sorry but like what what happens then is it like joint custody is it messy for us like I've said it before I don't want Jacob deGrom being part of a custody battle so like why would anyone want this just let Steve Cohen do his thing I don't know but once I get the chance to meet Steve (laughs) hopefully that's sometime soon uh, did, do you remember last time he was supposed to buy the team and yep. it fell through? Yep. He was planning this big he gala. Was, yeah, like it was for opening day. He was going to so, have like an opening day gala. So shit, I got to find my way to get an <laughs> invitation. Start, send him some t-shirts. To this gala. <laughs> um, so I wrote yesterday that in 2021, we need to make a bobblehead of this statue. If you have an office somewhere, you work in an office, you're a teacher maybe, shout out to all the teachers back at school. Yes. Um, you know, a lot of people like to decorate their corner, their cubicle, their 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 cube with their own flair. How I would love to have a replica of a hundred and fifty million dollar statue as a bobblehead. <laughs> it doesn't even have to say Mets. Well, on would it, it bob like the arms would bobble? <laughs> well, the Bartolo Colon bobblehead that we have there, his the stomach belly. bobbles. So, so even savage. just that, like a regular bobblehead of this statue, no, that would be amazing. Which you definitely can't legally do until I talk to Mr. Stevie. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Cohen. Sorry. Mr. Cohen, yeah. Be so, formal if you're trying to get in with them. Absolutely. So uh, <laughs> when I finally get the chance to meet Uncle Stevie, maybe I can make a little mock-up of it and bring it with me to the gala that yeah. I'm inviting myself to. Yes, exactly. Steve, <laughs> check it out. Check out this little bobble. Been, and then if we can make them, we have to make a lot, though. That's the way it works. D- can we sell enough of these bobbleheads? I think absolutely. I think people will just be so freaking happy that Steve Cohen, they'll, they'll want to celebrate and commemorate that moment in history when he bought the team. You know what You could, could absolutely yeah, 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 put yeah, a yeah, home yeah. run apple on it and forget about it. That's Money true. maker. That's true. Home run <laughs> apple beanie on top ooh, of ooh, the- Oh, it should be standing on top of the home run apple or like instead of like the base, it's like the home run apple. How about the base of- like the hat. No, 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 no. The base of the statue. You know uh-huh. how it's like on yeah. the bottom? It's a blank check. It says, we run baseball. How about that? I can't. All right. That's yes. a good one. Uncle Stevie. Hit us up. Please say yes. We got to make these bobbleheads. But we got to make a lot. You know, like we yeah. can't, like the shirts. Can't make 20 shirts. No, absolutely. It's going to be. We need hundreds of these bobbleheads. They will sell. I, I'm fully confident they will sell. I don't know. I've been sending some ideas to uh, to Lizzie lately, and she's like, uh, I don't know. Like, not not this related. Right. I'm usually right. <laughs> no, you're not usually. <laughs> when I'm, listen, we've been doing this over a decade. Mm-hmm. We take a lot of educated gambles yeah. on quantities and shit like that. Anything Homer and Apple related now, uh-huh. not that I'm trying to like 
bash it down anyone's throat like buy 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 right. but like if it's clever enough yeah people are gonna buy people it people are gonna buy it because so it's very unique to, I'll like, show it to you after off the air love that for when me when we're not hot mic here uh, <laughs> but you know that's gonna crush like it, it's going to um, I'm excited yeah. Anyway, besides the rosters, I wrote this hypothetical. I was going to talk about it last week on the show. I forgot to. Mm-hmm. Besides the roster, now that we're going to have one of like the richest people on the planet owning our baseball team. Hell yes. What would you What would you want him to spend money on that's not roster related? Hmm. My thought before you think before yeah. you come up with the answer. My pro- my thought when I asked this question to Twitter and Facebook was. If anyone's watching now live, I forget we're even doing a show. If you're watching this live and you want to comment now, what, what would you want Steve to spend money on? Maybe Lizzie can roll through and maybe read some. Love that. Um, the, uh, I wasn't thinking like analytics department. I wasn't thinking that. I'm route. thinking like stadium. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I was thinking like, oh, paint the Shea Bridge blue, which yeah. comes up every once in a while. Change the colors of the levels to, to sh- like Shea. I feel like we know, might have talked about this. Orange, blue, green, red. Did we? I don't know. But we can talk about it again because I don't remember well enough. I don't think we did. I think we might have talked about it off air. Yeah. But I'm thinking. That's what I'm saying. When yeah. you walk in, I don't know <laughs> what starts. We never know. Um, this, this life, this stream life that we live for like an hour a week, I get so confused of, did we just talk about that when you got here? Yeah. Or did we talk about it on, on the air? On air. And I don't yeah. smoke weed. I don't do drugs. <laughs> you don't have any excuse. Yeah. Same. I drink Coors Lights yeah. and then I Coors ride Light, that's motocross. It. That's what well, maybe that's our problem is we're drinking Coors Light so early in the day on a Thursday. No, that's not a problem. That's that's actually like a solution. Well, sh- well, not in this case. Right, we're anyway, forgetting everything. So what would, back on track. What would you want them to spend money on or him to spend money on? Can you think of anything? If you can't, you don't have to just well, make it Well, no, because I'm thinking, you know, we were talking about Tom Seaver statue. I would love a Tom Seaver statue. Throw in a Mike Piazza statue. Throw in a David Wright statue. Keith Hernandez. So just statues. Yeah. Give us like like... I don't like much about Yankee Stadium. It looks like a freaking library, but like they do honor their past players and City Field hasn't like we have some of those like fake baseball cards hanging around the stadium and like that's about it. But like and I, I know we have like the Mets Hall of Fame or whatever, but like when you're walking outside the stadium, you have the bricks like you have those on. Um, do you have a brick? I do have a brick. It's right in the front, too. Um, but uh, there's like those commemorative ones but they're like about specific games not really specific players i would like statues i think more not like specifically just for photo ops but things that like could constitute as like something that's like worth going to see these things are pretty freaking heavy that's a flex so i just uh well shoe got this from you see that oh this is pretty awesome so my best man brian shoe who might be listening to this live if his boss is saying that he's allowed. (laughs) Got me this in 2014, City Field Fan Walk, Mets Foundation, 2014. Says, Darren and thanks, buddy, Shoe. That's cute. So that's from Shoey Boy, who actually came with me to my motocross race this past weekend. Thanks for being my wingman. Yeah, you went, it went well, right? Yeah, it did, but I'm, I'm Your happy with my results, critic. but I'm I'm frustrated because I really want a podium, which is top three for anyone who doesn't know what a podium is. Yeah. But there was I think like twenty guys in the in the race. The first race, the way it works is an average of two races. The mm-hmm. First race I got fifth, but it was close enough where I could actually see first. Pl- I've gotten fifth before, uh-huh. but I couldn't see the guys in front of me. Like they wow. were they were further ahead. I'm like, oh shit, there's first. So like we finished the race. I'm like, I'm fast enough to win. Right. So then I had the confidence to go back out. Second race. I was in third. I cut up to guy in second, and he was riding pretty sketchy. And I'm like, uh, all right, give this guy a little space. Yeah, I'll be able to yeah. pass him in a second. I ended up running out of track to get him. But uh, when we finished across the line, one, two, three, we're like less than five seconds. Wow. And the race is like nine minutes long. There you go. So I was like, 
pumped I got third. Yeah. But overall, I ended up getting fourth. So like podium wise, the fifth but, and right, third is the fourth. Right, it averaged out. But that's okay. That's promising. I know, but I, the, you're the, getting better. The trophy for third is so much cooler than the trophy no, for fourth. No, I know. But that's but you're, you're in. You're getting better it's with like every gold. race. So you're yeah. gonna get there. I'll get there. You'll get there with time. It's yeah. fine. I was. I'm. And he was there. So, Shu, thanks. That's how we got to that. Yeah, Shu, Shu, thanks for coming. Um, yeah, it was fun. You know, I'm getting a little faster next week, and I'm going to be in Massachusetts. So, that's going to be cool. Let's, and you're going to miss my party. I know. Yeah. Hate that. Well, you're going to be like 21 forever. Shu's about to turn 40. So, I'm, I'm going to be 40. I'm turning 25 for like the fifth week in a row. I've had to stay. And by that. the way, that's the guy. I race 25 year olds. So, like, the way we're, it's, <laughs> all, it's all by age. Okay. So, it's 20, I race two different classes 25 mm-hmm. and over. So, you can be any age over 25. And 30 and over, but I'm 39. Okay. So I'm essentially racing some guys who are 15 years younger than me, and I'm still getting thirds. Right. So ne- That's after impressive. November 8th, I start racing the 40-plus class, and these old fuckers are <laughs> in for something because I am You're gonna ready. You're going to run laps go. around them. I hope so. You are. No, it's going to be cool. But uh, I don't want to sandbag either. I don't want to be like, the guy who just turned 40. That's what I'm saying. I feel like you need to, like, you're going to want to win or po- get on the podium in, like, this class oh, yeah, yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to say you did it before you move on to your next Better phase of life. <laughs> I have, like, three more races you of, could do it. of the year. So we'll see. Um, give us a call. I, you know, I always forget to do this. We forgot Share to the it. show. Share the show <laughs> if you're watching after 20 minutes. Uh, and... Um, you know, let your friends know that you're watching Orange Blue Thing. That's how you get put in the running each week to win some stuff. Yes. So let's uh, rattle off last week's winners. And uh, I think Lizzie also has to make a phone call. Um, so uh, last week's winners, the way it works is if you're on Twitter, click the little retweet button. And that's how you are put in the running. And last week's winner is at Sampa, S-A-M-P-A, 3420. On Facebook, if you're watching right now, hit the little share button. Same deal. We go through and randomly select someone who shares. Last week, um, Melinda. Melinda. Mel- Melinda B. Ulrich. Let's go. A good friend of the crew. Sits with the Seven Line Army. And on Instagram, I think you're going to like this, uh, at Meet the Mook. And I clicked it. I was like, oh, what's Meet the Mook? It's an Instagram account made for a dog. You know, obviously, he doesn't run the account. Yes, he does. Uh, but it's run by the dog's parents. And Allegedly. the dog is named after Mookie. And, like, the whole... I love um, that. Like, the bio uh-huh. is about, like, the dog's named after Mookie Wilson, yada, yada. So, do you have accounts for your animals? <laughs> okay, so, my best friend Kayla has the funniest account ever for her dog. So, so she would have friends on Twitter. I made accounts for my dogs on Twitter. But I forgot the password years ago. I don't know how to get back into them, but it's... They're just the most obnoxious pictures. Like my one dog, my older dog has like dementia. So like his tweets are like the lamp is trying to kill me and like random things like that. And I can't get back into it. So if you go find it, that's I made an email really address for Amelia. There. Like I, she doesn't have an Instagram account. Yeah. Obviously she's five, but kindergarten. She shouldn't have. I don't think she should have an account. We post photos. Well, of her, oh, no, I'm not saying I'm just oh, she yeah. started kindergarten. Oh. That's exciting. We'll get to that in a little bit. But <laughs> it was yesterday was very strange. Yeah. Um, you know. Kelly was more emotional than Amelia was, uh, but that's we'll get into that how it later. Goes. But yeah. the um, yeah, I made her a, a, an email account just to have. Yeah. she wants it one day. But um, yeah, I don't know about the animals having accounts, but I don't also know about. I guess it works for people who have like um, you know, one of one person doesn't want an account like MG and Nancy have a joint one. Yeah, that's different. But yeah. like making one for like your animal, I think is a little. No, I literally just much. did it so I could talk to my friend's dog. Just that you brought up MJ, I just want to say happy birthday to MJ. 
Oh, is it today? It's today. MJ's, MJ's birthday is today. Happy birthday. Thanks we for love stealing MJ. my fire. I had it written down over here. Screw you. Oh, Happy birthday, I MJ. I love you. It. All right. We so love MJ. Absolutely. MJ and Nancy. Nancy, great, great people. Happy birthday, MJ. Um, let's give a quick shout out to our friends from Dugout Mugs. As we do each week, we want to highlight this awesome company from Florida. They uh, hollow out the inside of a baseball bat and turn it into a mug. So they got a whole bunch of great options. You go to dugoutmugs.com to check it all out. But, you know, we do it. I think we do a great job highlighting the brand each week. But I feel like what better person to really tell the story of what Dugout Mugs is than Mr. Randall Thompson himself, who is the inventor and owner of Dugout Mugs. What's up, Randall? We're doing good. How you doing? Doing well. Doing really well. So I haven't seen you since uh, spring training. I know we, we partnered up. You came down to uh, the Hop Life Brewery the night beforehand. We, we got to meet for a little bit. And, um, you know, I've been, I've been a big fan of what you're doing down there. And uh, why don't you just tell the people at home how you came up with this idea? Because it's, it's, it's genius. Yeah, for sure. I, was, uh, I, I recently got released out of baseball, and uh, I was coaching college baseball. And the hitting coach at the school that I was at was taking baseball bats, wooden baseball bats, cutting them in half with a handsaw uh, to create his own training tool. Um, and uh, I saw a bunch of loose baseball bat barrels just laying around in the dugout. And I thought to myself that you could probably drill that out and drink from it. And uh, As one does. out of that was born the, uh, the dugout mug. That's awesome. That's so, so, cool. so the the coach is being like, "Hey, you know, this is how you get better at baseball." And you're like, "I could drink out of that." <laughs> <laughs> That's that awesome. awesome. Exactly. So I know y- you. you know we've been talking, you know, off off air, you know, through emails and stuff, just about how everything has been going, running a baseball brand through the state of the world and COVID and everything. And I'm sure you guys, um, you know, are seeing the the effects of that as well down in Florida. But um, you know, what have you guys been? Have you been doing anything maybe different than you have in years past because fans can't go to the games? Like any any special things you guys have been doing? Yeah, we're constantly trying to get creative in, in ways that we can kind of kind of just a, a downtime for being a baseball fan and just in general. We're, we're trying to we're trying to be the beacon of light of things. So we're doing giveaways um, and, and hopefully that that kind of brings a smile to these uh, to these baseball fans' faces. So I know we got a lot of Mets fans watching, but you do unfortunately have to make stuff for other, other fans teams. but <laughs> but uh yeah so if anyone wants to check out uh the brand and uh pick up some stuff definitely go to dugoutmugs.com they have the MLB license MLBPA Hall of Fame all that stuff and uh you can even get photos uh engraved onto mugs and um they do great work all down in Florida and you guys ship pretty quick too right even if it's a custom like a custom piece you you get it out the door pretty fast yeah yeah it only takes about uh i don't know 24 minutes Wow. That's awesome. It's impressive. So uh, let the people know about some of your giveaways. I know you, you guys are giving away like a television or something. Yeah. Uh, so we, we figured if you're not going to be able to get out to the stadium and watch the game, we, we might as well hook some people up with like the, uh, the ultimate game day package. Um, so we're giving away a 65-inch screen TV, 200 bucks in cash, and then four dugout mugs. Wow. Uh, pretty much just to get you set up to, to – uh, to watch a game at home the right way. Um, and if, if you're interested in that, it, you would go to dugoutmugs.com uh, backslash TV giveaway. And just basic information, and uh, we're announcing the winner in the next couple days. So it uh, should, be, should be a pretty sweet giveaway. 
That is sick. You could buy a lot of Coors Light with $200. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so I have it up on the screen now. So dugoutmugs.com, um, TV giveaway. It's pretty easy to enter. Just write your, you know, fill your name out there and your phone number and, uh, and submit and get involved. So, um, Randall, appreciate the call. Um, keep kicking butt down there in Florida, and hopefully things are somewhat back to normal next year and we can actually hang out in person again. Yeah, hope to see you in spring training next year. All right, man. Be good. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's a cool offer. Absolutely. Yeah. That's of course. insane. Oh, you want the, you want this free stuff? No, I don't want anything for like, free. Please get on that, people. It's two hundred dollars at TV. Why that? Like they, they did the um, the knob shot giveaway. It's yeah. free. Yeah. Free. Just do it. Just go to dugout mugs and get involved. Um, yeah. So, cool. so we we met. Um, you know, our relationship started during the off season last year. We worked on some custom mugs for the seven line, but mm-hmm. they came down to um, the Hop Life. So the night before, they brought, you know, the mugs and stuff. They sold out of everything within, like, I don't know, an hour. That's sick. Like, wow, the, this, these people are fanatics. Yeah. Um, we had a great time, but we little did we know that was the only baseball game that we were going to go to this year. It's crazy. I'm so, I'm so angry now that I didn't go. <laughs> yeah, see, you're missing out. I didn't save money. It's I was stupid. You ever type a tweet and then, like, delete it? rewrite it delete it write it like and try no i just live with my chaos if it's bad it's bad no no it wasn't a bad take (laughs) i was just trying to put together a way maybe i could talk through it right now okay who might have like the best job in the ballpark that's not a broadcaster or a player right now would be like a ball boy right or grounds crew yeah Yeah. or like anthony furia who's working with like mr met and stuff like they're still getting to go and watch the games yeah that's true i would almost be a grounds keeper for free right now those guys granted no, no maybe a ball boy for free grounds crew is hard they work so but we do it anyway like we when we build our bmx jumps and stuff like like grading the level and these people get trapped under tarps that would be so fun that, no uh, there I, are moments where you don't know if you're ever gonna come out why i i you need to pay me for that i don't know but i would if i was furia let's say yes. anthony fury that i would do who for anthony free. fury is uh, you know, I, I don't know what job he's doing right now, but he has the head headpiece with the microphone. Maybe he's telling Mr. Matt what to do because he might be on TV right. the next inning or whatever. But in between, he put a photo up. He's just watching the game. Sick. I I would pay them to let me do that yeah. job. No, that that I agree. Grounds crew is the only thing that I, I might have I to need take to Anthony Furia's job. <laughs> Mets, whatever you're paying Anthony Furia, I'll pay you and let me take his job. Oh How That's- about that? Anthony Fury is about to call in and be like, dude, chill. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay. How about this? I'll pay Anthony Fury to not work. <laughs> and then I'll pay the Mets what they would have paid him to let me do his job. That, that, that I think is reasonable. Fair. So you want to be Mr. Matt? No, he's not being Mr. Matt. He's, he's Mr. Matt's assistant. Are you paying attention to the show? Uh, no, I'm reading comments. <laughs> <laughs> he's, yeah, he's like working with Mr. Matt. So like normally he's like throwing the t-shirts, but there's no fans. He's Mr. Matt's manager. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was actually Mr. Matt. I, I don't know. I don't don't think ruin that illusion for me. I don't know who Mr. I don't Matt think is. Mr. Matt is just sorry, a baseball sorry, sorry. head. Sorry. You know, Amelia actually says that's fake. That's costume. Like. That's so sad. Because your daughter is smart. Uh, I was not that smart <laughs> in kindergarten. But all kids are smart enough to know like that's not a, a, an actual yes. living, breathing. No, I knew it was a human being, but I still, to this day, I never want to know who it is. You know the photo, that will ruin it for me. You know the photo of the family, Mr. Met and the family? Did I, pull, did like, I play this on the show A before? Mr. Met family? Yeah. Like Maybe. the wife and they're holding babies and stuff? Sure. Are I'm you just saying I, that? I feel like I might have, but like I, I don't. If you show it to me, I'll be like, oh yeah, I've seen that. I have to show you this. Uh, be, to, sh- to explain how observant this freaking kid is. So, this is the photo. I'm going to pull it up. Hopefully, you guys can see it on the screen. Oh, you can't. It's, it's blocked off. Blocked. But 
Maybe if I make it smaller here. All right, so it's tar- a little hard to see. But right? if you type Click in Mr. It, Met and then Family. Do, like, open separately. Yeah, that's right. All right. There's a little kid here, and the little kid has a wristband on. She's like, that's a kid's skin, and that's the kid's wearing a wristband. Like, she's too smart. So, <laughs> yeah, so anyway. analytical. School started yesterday, as we were getting to, before we, we she were. She looked so cute. She did look very cute. Her little pose. Kelly did a great job. Dying. Back to school outfit and all that. Yeah, Kelly's so, killing that. The whole, everything. The quarantine homeschool game. I saw, like, the little desk she's got set up. She's killing it. Yep, yep. We did the homes. Well, she did the homeschooling yeah. and now uh, getting ready for the virtual, you know, the at-home so what is it but like split week? Like a few days she's she goes to school a couple oh, yeah. days and then everyone's home for the three other days. So okay. and they just take turns. But it's you oh, know what's wow. crazy? It's it's this is it's sad that this is her experience for yeah. kindergarten because kindergarten's so important to kids. Yeah. And, you know the social side of just getting um, you know out of preschool just meeting and yada friends yada and socializing. We went to orientation on Tuesday uh-huh. and we're sitting there. Kelly and I are sitting there as. They went in to go meet the teacher for like a half hour. Like, this is crazy. Like, this is the the world we're living in right now. You know, they're not allowed to take their mask off at all unless there's like a mask break or they're eating something or That's whatever. That's so sad. Um, gym class, they have to be 12 feet apart. And the, the principal's like, maybe we'll just do like running races or something. Um, so many rules. And hopefully, you know, think, my thing is we talked about this, I think, on the show. Yeah. You go to a restaurant, you sit down, you can take your mask yeah. off. When they go and they sit at their desk, they're not allowed to take their masks off. Yeah. So it's a long day. She was there from 9 a.m. till 3.15 yesterday. That's such a long time for a child to have a mask over their face. The only comforting thing I thought of during the day, end of the day, whatever, was she has nothing to compare it to. Yeah. So if she was a first grader, she's like, kindergarten was so fun. Yeah. You know, and she's brand new to this school. Yeah. So, like, she was in a different school. Now this is the new school, new rules. Right. Maybe she's thinking, like, this is just normal, which yeah. sucks which to think sucks. That, like, that's normal now. Yeah. So, But, no, that that is a good point because she has no other frame of reference. She can't right. think, like, I wish I was doing this instead. Like, right, 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 this could right, just right. be this is how this school works. And But the principal was even like, you know, there's a lot of learning here because even the teachers, the first thing you s- want to say to someone when uh, they look sad, you could tell someone sad from, like, their face. Yeah. Now they can't read any facial expressions of knowing if a kid is sad. You can't see if someone's smiling. Yeah. So, like, there's a lot of learning there. So well, even the kids to meet each other has got to be so difficult. But, I'm, I'm I, like, there's one plus side and that kids can't pick their noses yeah. which is really important in the kindergarten class i guess you got a mask over <laughs> your nose you break that habit young that's great love that so speaking of breaking <laughs> uh something rob robert Grisselman. well that's a transition somehow that was a segue somehow breaks his rib i've broken a rib it's yeah. not that easy to do breaks his rib pitching the other night and you do a nice segment on Big Apple Trivia, or you did one. Bizarre interest. I can uh, add it to the list. Bizarre. I, I need a few more before I can use it again. Well, you don't. You don't want more, but you're, you're, the Mets just give you but more great. fuel. Yeah. So you could just add, what Mets pitcher broke his rib while pitching in a game in 2020? Going in. And you know, p- baseball players don't like to show pain. Yeah. A uh, baseball player gets hit by a pitch. They take their medicine, and they they. Unless they get knocked on their ass, like, you know, David Wright got hit in the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's there's certain circumstances. But if a guy takes one, even on his back between the numbers, they try their best to right. be tough. Be manly. Did you see Gasalman try to come off the mound? I didn't see it happen. He. I didn't see it. He stressed, you know, he winced after a pitch and they came out to talk to him. He physically had to stop multiple times and put his hands on his knees. That's how much pain he was in, which is like very, very rare. How did rare. he do that? Pitching a baseball. I broke my rib snowboarding. 
It, it reminds like, me of when Michael Conforto dislocated his shoulder taking a swing, and it was like, how, how did these things happen? Though. That's different, though. Like, but like, just like a freak thing that you've done it a billion times, but this one time this happened, how and why? I could picture that happening, though. Like, swinging is such like an un... So is pitching, an unnatural yeah. motion, but... To break a rib. That's what I'm saying. How? It's not like it was a comebacker and, you know, I don't know. So we can just add that to the list of weird injuries. So, I'm going to um, write it down so I don't forget. Yeah. I'm well, I, you won't forget this it. one. So okay, Gesellman, who, you know, was in the pen, then they brought him to stretch him out, then he was going to go back to the pen, yada, yada. Now he's just out him. for the season. Of course. Yeah. How could you not feel bad for a guy he like that? just got back. It sucks. Absolutely. So speaking of someone else who uh, is still playing and has not decided to retire yet i came across this clip this morning mr bartolo cologne big sexy 16 hours ago i guess he's playing softball now king shit i love him hit home run and it's like the clip is it's kind of trimmed a little bit too much i'm gonna have to maybe download this later and zoom it in this swing and follow through is it's just the way he swings like conforto's (laughs) gonna swing the same way Every right. time he swings the bat. Right. This swing is so much like his swing in San Diego. It's not even funny. Wait, I want to see. I never saw this. I have Th- to it see just it. came out. Here we go. It was, it's real, it was just like a, so I'm going to have to do something with that later, maybe rip it or whatever, but so I was curious, uh, we know it took Bartolo, like, I think it was 32 seconds to round the bases in San Diego. I um I timed this one. It's like twenty four, right. but it's probably a smaller um a smaller field. You know whatever. He's improving though. He is improving. So it was thirty seconds. Great. Thirty point five three seconds is what my clock said this morning when I recorded or it's uh, stopwatched his uh his lap around the base in San Diego. But it's cool to see Bartolo. I mean, obviously these guys. Uh, living it's in his blood, best life. Still doing it. He came out with that book recently and uh, still mashing home runs. Granted, softball home runs. Uh, wherever that was, but uh, <laughs> shout out to Bartolo on that. So uh, share the show, get involved. Um, that's how you get in the running for free stuff. So just like last week, we are going to be giving away some free Mets stuff. So share on Facebook, retweet on Twitter. And if you're watching on Instagram, just write, I want free Mets stuff. If you're watching the replay on Instagram, it goes up in about an hour after the show. Um, I kind of dropped this knowledge on Julia just randomly about like a minute before we went live today. Two weeks from today, the captain, number five, David Wright, will be on Orange and Blue Thing. Are you prepared? I'm going to need to take something and it's before gonna be, I come here to calm down. And it's going to be live. Yo, that's... Okay. You're ready. I'm ready. I'm, not, right. I'm not ready, but I'll be ready. So circle your calendar. I got two weeks. Two weeks from today. What's that date? The uh, 24th? The 24th. It'll be a noon show on the 24th. 24th. I've been trying to get David Wright on the program for a while um obviously the way that um you know his career ended and you know he moved and he's got a family the stars haven't aligned yet but yeah. we are going to be doing it through skype so um mr david wright will live be on, on the, show, the show live on orange and blue thing Terrifying. i'm not as nervous as i would have been because we did 
what, third? How many episodes of uh, Art Class with Herm did we do? I don't know, but they were all through Skype. <laughs> oh, okay. So, like, I kind of got better at the whole Skype with the audio levels and stuff like that. So, uh, David, I doubt you're watching this, but I will do my best to make sure there's no hiccups. Yeah. And Julia is your biggest fan. <laughs> So I think that it's going to be excellent. I like what you said on Twitter. You're like, he's going to turn the Skype on and see that you're part of the show he's and just turn it off. He's going to see my face and suddenly his Wi-Fi connection is just going to not be great. I'm so like, sorry, I'll try again later. I'll never show his face again. So I'm very know. excited for that. We'll I'm see. sure you are too. So two weeks from today, David Wright, he's got a book coming out soon. So we're going to have a lot to talk about. Um, October 13th. You you already know. The Captain. Anthony DeComo. Anthony DeComo. I was going to say he would kill us if we didn't say that. Yeah. So very excited for that. Mr. David Wright. It's going to be excellent. Um, yeah. So uh, definitely circle your calendars for that. Have you seen, you're definitely way before your time, but there was a place called Action Park in New Jersey, which they changed the name now. It's called Mountain Creek. Um, I think they still have a water park. I don't know if the water park's called Mountain Creek, but it's in Jersey. It was like the most dangerous water park you could ever imagine. No, but I wasn't I would allowed love to go to there go. as a kid. I wanted to go so bad. I wasn't allowed. And my parents never let us go either. So there's an action park documentary that came out. I think it's I think I actually already saw it. It was on a different platform. Wait, I think you may have told me about like this. Mashable or one of these companies put together some kind of like hour long doc, but now it's um now it's on like HBO or something like that. Let me look it up. But they call it like class action park because they got sued all the time. People had to be rescued. <laughs> class action People park. died. Of course. It was so dangerous. How is it allowed to stay open after the first person dies? Well, it's not anymore. Class action park forced forces us to wrestle with toxic nostalgia. Nostalgia. So um, it was in Jersey. It was very dangerous. Every day they had to rescue people from the wave pool. It was wild. There was basically no rules. There would be – you've been to water parks before where it's like – the edge of a like a really high slide, but there's like a lifeguard on the top. So like it's like cliff don't hanger? go until yeah, don't a cliff go. diver at at splish, splish splash. That's what, yeah, I just had a stroke. I think splish splash. Some <laughs> random, some random, um, you know, different things. But you know, lifeguards. I don't feel like they were always on duty. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. It was wild. I wasn't allowed to go. But there was the um, what are they called? The Alpine slides. I think it was called. It was a cement. Track, not wood, not Already water. Hard pass. Cement track that you're sitting on with a stick, and that was your brakes. And you, it'd be the summer, shorts, what? no shirts, and you pull it to slow down. But half the times that didn't work, and you would get so fucked up. People would come out with road rash, and no one got in trouble. I don't. There, I don't think there was like waivers. Why would anyone want to go on that? What about that? Sounds Yo, fun. It looks so cool. Do you know Pete? <laughs> it looks you, so cool. You know Pete McNally, right? Pete McNally. I don't know if you know Pete. Well, Pete McNally. Yeah, of course. He's a little older than me. I'm. 40 about he's probably like 50 uh so when i wasn't allowed to go in the 80s because i was like nine right. he was 19 okay. so him and his friends would all go like they would crush beers in the parking lot yeah i don't know i'm just assuming but that's what teenagers did right drink some coors lights in the parking lot and then go in <laughs> and kill it at action park for right. the day and just hopefully survive maybe it was just like can we survive the day yeah that's maybe that's what it was but anyway if anyone's looking for something to watch uh, I would recommend because I've seen I'm pretty sure I saw it and maybe HBO bought it but I think I saw it if not I'm going to watch it again are there like videos of this shit happening yeah. there's a trailer and it the trailer it, does it show like people getting the owner no. Would, no would pay like how I want to like pay Fury to not work <laughs> uh, the owner was so nuts he would pay employees to test things so they made a full loop a circle loop slide it was in a tunnel so like you would, he's like, all right, no, no, like. How did the f- 
physics of no that engineer, work. <laughs> no one was like, all right, A equals whatever, yeah. square, whatever. If you get this speed, you better do it. They just built it really tall. And they're like, you should be able to be going fast enough like, to do a full loop. This is just what happens when like a millionaire pothead just does what it wants to do. But no one got in trouble. That's well, I insane. guess they did because they shut down. But uh, at, at some point. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So if you have the time, you want something to watch, um, you know, if you're getting fed up over a Mets loss, you want to turn the ta- channel off. I wouldn't recommend that, though, because they've been fighting back. Past couple nights or past two games, the Islanders have not been looking good. You don't watch hockey, right? No, but Erica, my now roommate, is a huge Islanders fan, so she's been watching, and I'll just kind of like either I'll be doing something else, I'll just randomly hear her scream from time to time. And I by I, I judge by the screams if they're good or bad or whatever, but um, I wasn't home last night when they played, so didn't do didn't go well. And I heard the first game they lost like eight to yeah, two they got or crushed. something. Uh I don't know how about last night. I think they lost two to one. But oh, I got involved it's promising. with going to some more games over the past couple of years. Uh the blue and orange army kinda welcomed me with open arms, a yeah. bunch of Mets fans there. And they've been watching their games on the beach. Oh. So they've been using like mobile hotspots. That's and, cool. Which I don't know, like the data on that, it's not always unlimited. So yeah. I don't know, maybe they're taking turns of whose hotspot they're using, but they've been watching the games on the beach. That's which is sick. really cool. Um I know I talked about this last week. Um, trying to link up to do a um, uh, to do a uh, like a viewing party, right? But with there only being like I looked at the calendar here, I got it pulled up here now. So last night the Mets won. We have an off day today. They're playing the the Blue Jays this weekend, and then they're going to Philly. There's only one more homestand after this. Uh, next weekend I'm going to be away. The weekend after that. Uh, you're having your get together, and the weekend after that is Shoe's birthday. Yeah. So like, you can't really plan it on the same day as someone else's thing. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to convince people to not go to your party, right? Or Shoe's party <laughs> or whatever. But uh, so I don't know. Appreciated. The only way that we're gonna be able to do this is if the Mets somehow string some shit together here, and we get postseason baseball. Get postseason baseball. And we c- now it's getting dark enough for me to use the projector yeah. exactly at seven o'clock. Let's go. So if we can do something, we will. I've been talking about this now for like. Four months yeah. about trying to get some fans together if we can. If we can, it'll be October. So the plan is hopefully the Mets can Bonfire do something. Bonfire baseball. Love it. Baseball and hanging out and Coors Lights and <laughs> all that. So uh, let's hit the phones. We got Orlando in California. What's up, Orlando? Hello, Darren. It's oh, That's my real name. It's Zips. Oh, you. what's up, Zips? <laughs> What's up? That's my like my regular dad name. Yeah. Uh, I was curious. My kids loved your uh, art class with Herm. Yeah. Oh, that's him what, getting crazy in the back. Are you ever, do you have those, can you put them on like YouTube or something? No, so they are. Them? They are. If you go oh. to, if you go to artclasswithherm.com, it brings you to a whole playlist, playlist of all the past shows. And, um, Herm and I have been talking like we're it's not it's not over. That was just season one. So once we hit the off season again, hopefully that's not till November. Right. We're gonna start working on either a weekly art class with Herm on like a Sunday or a Saturday, or um, you know, now the kids are back at school. We're gonna figure it out. So art class with Herm will be back. But if you ever want to see the past episodes, just hit uh hit up YouTube. Beautiful. And then I had one silly idea. Maybe like Lizzie and him can do Pictionary where like he starts doodling a player and then we have to guess who he's drawing. That would be cool. That's fun. That would be very cool. That's a good idea. Cool. Love the show, guys. Awesome, man. Thanks for checking in. Hopefully everything's good for you and the fam. Full show. Later. Later. So, you know, our intro song Uh is Zeps. Oh, 
Remember like when you were listening to your headphones, you're like, oh. like I wish I from? knew. Yeah. I would have said how much I loved it. So absolutely. I loved it if you're still listening. So how many episodes of our class with Herm are there? There's a lot. A lot. Yeah. We were doing two a week for a little bit, and then we cut it back to one. Um, I think 28 episodes. So impressive. Yeah. Herm's the man. Yeah. So I, I try. I don't, we probably talked about this in the show. Um, we try to get in. Like how... I want to take Anthony Fury's job. <laughs> it's let's get in with Herm and draw something in the stadium. But with the oh. capacity issues and stuff, we can't. So unfortunately, that's not going to happen this Damn. year. But it would have been cool if we could have went went out there and like he drew something and I recorded it yeah, live or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, um, All right. So you know someone that absolutely deserves a quick shout out. Let's go. Is Jeff McNeil. Who's My been, guy. He's been turning around a lot lately. You know, he kind of looked lost at the plate for the first month and who can blame anyone to be lost right. this year? I mean, this is such a weird freaking season. Yeah. Uh, last year, he exceeded expectations. He was an all-star. Uh, have his jersey hanging up in my office. You know, Jeff McNeil has been, you know, he's done everything right. So he's been stringing him along lately. I think he hit four hormones in four days or something like that. Yeah, something crazy. So he posted this photo on his Instagram, and it says, after the game, sometimes you just want to chill. Luckily, I have my Coors Light. Get yours and enter to win a signed baseball by me through the link in my bio. He must listen to the show, and we, like, really spoke to his heart. You saw this. I didn't even notice the first comment The comment. <laughs> Sorry. The first comment here from Polar Pete number 20 uh -huh. on Instagram. I expect 30 racks to be in everyone's locker tonight for all of us to rehydrate. I'm telling you, they listened to the show, and they were like, you know what sounds really good right now? Coors Light. You know what I should go post about on my Instagram right now? Coors Light. They weren't being paid. No, no. absolutely not. So, <laughs> like, the – I love that, uh, you know – I. First of all, I love interactions between players on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. like, whether it's something serious or something personal or, or, or something funny, whatever. Right. When you see guys reply to each other, even, like, the uh, Lucas Duda account. We follow like Lucas Duda. Yeah. Iconic. There's so many different, um, you know, funny interactions you see on the internet. And it's just funny to see these guys getting involved. But you, you decided to uh, pick a player each week that needs to reset and chill. Yeah. But he just did it for us. Yeah, so. I know. That's why I like. I can't even find somebody angry this week because how can that not be our segue into Coors Light? He's literally saying it for us. So Thank Coors you, Light, very easy to get these days. Not, not only can you just, you know, pop over to the local supermarket or 7-Eleven or whatever, wherever you pick up your, Door -dash your it. convenience stuff, but... You can go to get.coreslight.com. There is no game today, so it gives you extra chance, extra opportunity to get your delivery in time before tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, uh, they are playing the Blue Jays, I believe. I just said it, and I already forgot. So tomorrow night, Darn you can it. get your beers in time. Go to get.coreslight.com. Type in your address, and all of the different options will be available for you to select and get delivered right to your doorstep. So don't forget, get.coreslight.com. Always remember to celebrate responsibly, reset and chill. Coors Brewing Company in Golden, Colorado. Yes. Let's hit the phones again. We got Brian in New York, Carolina. What's <laughs> up, Brian? Hey, guys. How are you? Good. How's it going? Not too bad. I'm uh, waiting for the um, the plumber to show up my, my oh. house to repair my water heater. But oh, no. that, I'm doing just fine. At least it's not the toilet. Yes. <laughs> could be worse. It could be worse. It could be worse. But thanks for taking my call. So uh, I had a, just a couple of things. I was thinking about you you guys last night and was listening to the uh, – watching the ball game. And um, I heard um, 
Keith and Gary talking about um, the uniforms. You know, Keith's old flannel uniforms he used to wear with uh, uh, St. Louis and how um, they really didn't like the black uniforms. Uh, I know that had been kind of a big thing for a lot of people this year. We're talking about, uh, you know, the uh, bringing back the black uniforms. And I guess Gary kind of liked the ones with the old New York across the front. Uh-huh. Um, but Keith was like vehemently against the black uniforms. <laughs> so I was just wondering if you heard about that. I know that kind of thing is right up a right up your alley if you were watching the game last night yeah i mean the the black harry rose is also very against the black the black uniforms and i understand where they're coming from you know any fan who loves just the nostalgia of blue and orange it makes sense but the black um era of uniforms whether it was the mads or the rockies or whoever the marlins decide to wear black i get it it takes away of like the vibrance of uh blue and orange team out there and also makes like the the crowd look a little bland as well like i do like the way a crowd shot looks with like the blue and orange popping but as far as a fashion piece is concerned like the black jerseys probably did very well as far as like uh, um the market side and when we put up anything black on our website whether it's the black hats or black t-shirts or black sweatshirts whatever it may be they sell so much better than blue orange gray whatever so that early 2000s late 90s nostalgia people eat it up i don't think like so to your question brian i like uh, my take on it i would never want to see the mets wear black again like as part of like the rotation but i think if they did something once a year maybe or um you know how they did stuff on friday nights maybe where it's like a Mm -hmm. throwback to like back in the day i would not be opposed to that at all and i know even though stroman's not on the team presently um Stroman and Pete Alonso and a bunch of the players. Dom Smith, too. Dom Smith definitely got involved on social media to say that they they would be into wearing the black jerseys again. So um, who knows? I know a lot of the old school fans um, are against it, but if Pete Alonso wants it and uh, anything that can make Pete feel a little bit more happy, maybe he's got extra home yes. runs in that bat, you know? Steve Cohen, listen up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for the call, Brian. Yeah, I mean, I... I... No, go, go ahead. Oh, he hung up. <laughs> I, I thought that, that that he was done, no, so uh, that's, right. that's why I kind of uh, said thanks for the we call. All but there. That's okay. the uh, the black jersey. I mean, I'm wearing. If you're not watching live, or if you even care, uh, I redid my dirt bike. It's got a whole Mets theme now, and I went with the black. Yeah. You know, like a 20 year throwback to the World Series. Well, I was going to say, Mets lost I feel World like Series. I feel like that's kind of getting lost in you know the year of 2020 is that we completely like forgot about the fact that it's the 20 year anniversary of the subway series world series and like that could have been a good excuse to like have a black fri- black uniform yeah. friday night whatever yeah yeah because when i think black uniforms i think mike piazza personally right and that is but being born in 95 i kind of i think of like my childhood like i grew up with the black uniforms they wore they them kind of, kind of recently they wore like them up until ago. like 2011 i think 2012 i think right, they so longer out. than five years ago yeah. like i said time is crazy right Time's now crazy. i already have a five, five years ago was 2015 yeah Long time ago. Insane. 2015 was nuts for me. Yeah. So, like, Amelia was born, Mets in the World Series, we moved. Like, you know, a lot of things happened in 2015. But uh, Black Unis, like, like Brian was uh, – he actually didn't give us his take. He just told us about how, like, a lot of the older guys yeah. in the booth are not into it. And I get it. Like, yeah. I don't think a guy like Howie Rose or Gary Cohen who are so – you know, they grew up as Mets fans. Yeah. And, you know, I wouldn't expect that they'd be like, yeah, we love the black jerseys. But um, People for us. People don't like change. Right. For us and even me, a, a guy in my advanced age now, <laughs> uh, you know, I still like the black stuff. So yeah. uh, who knows? 
Uh, these are not for sale. I know Tezza was interested the, the jersey I'm wearing now. And they are fire. I don't know I have to admit. He was interested in buying one. Someone else wrote something like <laughs> they would wear, not with my name and number right. on it, but like something like a long sleeve like this. Might right. be pretty cool. So maybe we'll have to get the, uh, if let them play what's in the box really quick. We got another caller coming in right now. Uh, we only got a couple minutes left here. But uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll make some kind of long sleeve that looks similar to this. I have. I say this every time. I want more long. I am publicly asking for more long sleeve shirts for the winter and like crew neck sweatshirts. I'm not big on hoods because they're not comfortable to lay in. And right, I like right, like right, a right. cozy sweatshirt I can lay in. That is my request for the winter. Well, crew what, neck sweatshirt. We haven't really talked about it publicly, even though I wore it on the show. The home run. Yes. Uh, ugly, which is not ugly. The Homer knit sweater is so awesome. Yeah, and we have a four XL. Did you see the four XL? No. We just to gauge the sizes. We have one sample in four XL. It's gigantic. That would be I something I could picture dress. you like wearing it on the couch. I literally, it's like know. a like a nap dress. Those are kind of in right now. But you're, the David Wright Christmas sweater that I have, that is essentially just a crew neck sweatshirt. I literally wear it year round because yeah, it's yeah, yeah. so comfortable. Yeah. So I need one that's not a Christmas sweater. So I need you to work on that. I'll work on it. This is my request. So uh, <laughs> while we're waiting for Lizzie to get this caller on, don't forget to uh, share the show, subscribe, rate, review, all that. We're, we are on pretty much every uh, podcast platform. So show goes up pretty quick. So like right when we turn this thing off, I get cracking and it goes up on iTunes almost immediately. So if you happen to just be catching the end of the live stream and you want to watch the show or listen to the show uh, afterwards, just go to uh, one of the podcast platforms and... Uh, We'll uh, take this caller. All right, we got Nathan. What's up, Nathan? Hello. Hey, hi, Garrett. How are you doing? Good. So uh, we're going to let you play What's in the Box. We got uh, one, two, or three. Whatever's in the box you get for free, we're going to mail it to you. Perfect. Uh, I will choose. I know how it works in the past, but like, you think that it's the bigger box. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> but uh, I'm still gonna go with number three. Let's go. All right. Let's see what we got in here. Oh, we got. Do, do you drink beer? Of course. Okay, so we have a send the beer guy koozie for you and a send the beer guy T-shirt. Awesome. Lizzie, we'll get your size yeah. and we'll mail this out to you. All right. Big box Perfect. paid off. All right. Thanks for the call, man. Awesome. Thank you. Right. Hey, hey, Nathan. <laughs> All right. So it's kind of a shit show at the end. We're kind of, you know, we're only doing this because of Instagram. Instagram hour long, know. you know, limit here. We got about a minute and a half yet to uh, ramble here. So, uh, Julia, I hope we have more shows past two weeks from now. If not, this Agreed. is the third to last show. Wait. So is the David Wright show the last show? Yeah. Wait. What a way to go out. Is it? What's today's date? The tenth. Yeah. The twenty fourth. Wow. So. Hopefully, we're not closing the year with David Wright. But two weeks from now, David Wright live on the show. Set your alarms for that. And that's it. Crazy. So um, Mets are off tonight. Go to get.coreslight.com. Pick up some brewskis for the weekend. Again, special shout-out to our friends from Dugout Mugs. Randall Thompson, thanks for the call. Check them out, dugoutmugs.com. Thanks to Lizzie. Thanks to you. Thanks to me. Thanks to you guys. And uh, we'll see you next week. Let's go, Mets. Bye.